One. Welcome to the Winning Losses Podcast. I'm Michael. We've got Sor Brian. I was good. We've got Andrew. Hi. We've got Aiden. Oh. And we got Juicy Jack. Yeah. This is going to be on YouTube? Yes. This last wow. episode was on YouTube. I feel famous. Wow. Um, I mean... 10 views. Okay. It was okay. Anyways, um, how's everyone doing? I'm good. Could be better. All right. I'm doing good. Next time is better. Caleb's in a lot of pain right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we'll start with the biggest story of the week so far. Um, John Wall and a first-round pick were traded to the Rockets for Russell Westbrook. Um I'll start and I'll say I think it's a really good trade for the Wizards. You get rid of an egotistical point guard and you get a better point guard in return. What do you guys think? I think it's a good trade too, based on the fact that as much as a lot as much as before the trade, a lot of Washington Wizards fans talk about how John we don't John Wall could theoretically return to his prior state. It's very unlikely after two years away from the court and an Achilles and ACL injury to the same leg. So I feel like this was a good trade because in the end, you also have to remember that Russell Westbrook is still playing at a very high level. Is still capable of being an all-NBA player at his best. So this really should raise the Wizards' ceiling. And I do expect them to contend for a mid-table playoff spot this season. Yeah. Yeah. Jack? That trade kind of reminded me of the Kawhi Leonard and DeMar DeRozan trade because for a while, Kawhi was hurt for a while and DeMar was a good player and they switched teams and Kawhi went back to being his foremost, former self. Kawhi was just like with weak. the Spurs. Kawhi was weak. You know that's, yeah, that's kind of true. You're telling me yeah. he was out for a whole season with like a sore quad, whatever. Yeah. No matter. I'm not a doctor. Just letting that out. Um, yeah i'm hoping that the wizards get between i mean for the seeding i hope they get between like four and seven realistically they'll probably just get the eighth seed because they're the wizards yeah in the play-in game but i mean hope for the best i guess andrew what did you think i mean i think i think the wizards definitely got away with a very good trade only because like I mean not only because I mean Bradley Beal and and um Westbrook is going to be a really good duo um and um I don't know I think John Wall is going to ruin it if uh if James Harden doesn't go to the um Nets um yeah I just I don't know I don't know I don't know how John Wall is going to do with James Harden I think they're going to call it clash a little bit yeah you know? yeah for sure so um, before we get on to the next topic, I think that we should all have um, I think we should all have a moment of silence for John.
we have um, Caleb wants to say one more thing about the. Oh my God. <laughs> but as much as this may not be a good trade for either team, for the Rockets, you have to admit, Wall and Harden are going to be first team strip club. Right, so um, our fantasy football league standings after last week. Um, Jack's at eleven and one. I'm at yeah. six and six. Will's at five and seven. Andrew's at eight and four. Aiden's at five and seven. And Brian is at one and eleven. <laughs> so, um, Brian, how are you even that bad? Caleb, who'd you lose to this week? Aiden. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. How many points did you score? Did you get? Did you break a hundred yet? Uh, I don't think I bro- I broke a hundred this week. Oh. Nice, dude. nice. So, yeah, um. This week is actually a pretty big week in our fantasy league. It's the last week of the regular season. And there are one, two, three teams that could be in by the end of the week or they could be out. It's my team, it's Aiden's team, and it's Will's team. So what would happen is if I lost, both Will and Aiden would get in and I would be out. If I won, then Aiden would have to win, and he would be in the playoffs, and Will would be out. Be out. So, big week. You nervous, Aiden? Hi, I'm very nervous, actually. Who are you playing? I'm playing Andrew. Oh. See, I'm playing Will, so that's an important Are we in the same division, Aiden? Yeah, we won that division. Nice. I'm going to beat you anyway, though, so it's fine. Can you, like, bench your starters? No, I don't even – hold on. You can go. I'm just going to, like, take yeah. a little peek. Yeah, here. it was really – it's really it's really been a rough week already for me, considering my starting running back. Um, Jack oh, yeah. Jacobs is out, so that really helps me. So, thank God I traded for Jonathan Taylor last week. So Yeah, look, look, so I had a huge week. I had 160 points. But what's this – Will had Tyree Kill and Will Fuller. Like uh, that's just so unlucky. Like that, those two guys combined. That we shouldn't like count because Will Fuller was on drugs. Yeah, yeah the point. I know. <laughs> I, know. I, I it really was unintentional. They, were they, they never, they there. never, they never catch catch people who who um actually took them. It's always the innocents who get caught. Have you ever noticed that? Everybody yeah. didn't have been caught. So let's you know, Aiden scored almost twice as many points as I did. <laughs> yeah, he had 176 and I had 160, man. That really sucks. Caleb, who had 85. I'm playing Jack. He, oh my he God. To, he has the reverse of my record. I'm 1 and 11. He's 11 and 1. So, God, you're terrible. Yeah. I have so bad. I only lose one team. game. I don't know. Oh I don't God. even know it's what because of the trade. It's because of the trades he made. Yeah, I won in week four against Michael. That's it. That's it. That's it. it. I won 123 to to 99. I really thought that would be like, that would like change my season and I could go on a run after that. (laughs) Then you lost like exactly how that would go. I've lost my past eight games. No, but I look forward to trying to beat Jack this week, even yeah. though he has the best team in the league. 
I think I'm going to try to see how many starters I can bench and still beat Caleb. <laughs> how lock of the week is uh, Jack? <laughs> Jack over Caleb. Um, so let's talk about what happened last week in the NFL. Um, what games would you guys like to talk about first? Uh, okay, we'll just start with we'll just start with Saints Broncos, the most interesting game of the week. Impressive um, quarterback play. It was just of course, beautiful. Most most impressive quarterbacks in the league. Kendall Hilton looked really good. Taysom Hill looked like a piece of crap. Um, you know, both of them played awfully. Both of them were awful. Well, okay, like, here we go. Props a wide receiver Hilton. playing at quarterback. So. I mean, no, look, big props, though, to Kendall Hilton, like, for actually, yeah. like, doing that. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, major, major props respect, to that. Major guy. respect. Yeah. But I just don't understand why they kept playing him. I felt like that first drive, they did really good. Like, they got first down, like, the first three plays or something. Just like having a single running back take the snap and just run, and then they put the dude in, and then the offense sucks the rest of the game. Nothing happened. So I don't know. Just what I thought. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they should have stayed with that. He confirmed what I thought um, about him. Of course, he's going to play the Falcons this week, so he's going to look spectacular again. Um. What I noticed was how. Taysom Hill being the quarterback has affected Kamara because he's gotten a lot less touches in the running game and especially in the passing game. He's leading the league in receptions for, I think, any position. And those receptions have gone way down with Taysom Hill. So yeah, the, I'm a little bit worried. Well, I guess about the Falcons, Kamara. the first you know why? Week, Kamara. No, listen. You know why? The... No, can I say that? You know why, <laughs> okay, go, you know go, why go, the go, receptions go, go, have go, gone go. down? What? No. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Somebody. No, don't don't say it, Michael. If because Drew Brees throws checkdowns. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but it's still like Kamara has against the Falcons. Kamara didn't catch a pass, and that's the first time in his career he hasn't caught a pass. So, in a game where he started, so that's pretty uh concerning. And he only caught I think like two, and they were all like yeah. they, he had negative two receiving yards because they threw like crappy screens to him. It was like yeah, it was bad. Wasn't as, yeah. as David Moore's negative six yards to Eagles. Other than um, Ravens Steelers, that was another really interesting game to watch. Just great quarterback play. Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley. I mean, am I crazy for thinking that if Trace played the whole game, the Ravens would have won? I think they would have more of a chance. Yeah, they should have put him in earlier, at least. Yeah. They still wouldn't have won. They only I mean, lost like, like five points. We're probably going. Yeah, but you didn't have a chance. It's not like yeah, you we did. Like, it's not like if you had like, scored yeah. before half. It yeah, they scored before half. Game. Well, yeah, but you didn't like, like, what's it called? Like, you didn't have the ball. Like, the Steelers still had the ball when the time ran out. Like, if you had the ball, it would be, be like a close no. game. The Ravens no. were on the one. Yeah, we're on the one. No, not at the not at halftime. I'm talking at the end of the game. I know you missed the touchdown because the guy dropped it, but like yeah. that's just. I mean, I guess it was it was a good matchup. I'm, that's like yeah, but I think I think honestly that with Lamar, with all your starters, and I think you would have done worse. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying that the Steelers are way more accustomed to that. You know what I mean? Like they're that's what they were expecting, and they then to have all this, it. yeah, exactly, and then they to should. have all this like scheduling changes and stuff. It really messed up like both of you guys. So I don't know. Yeah. I think it. I think you guys had a better chance with RG3 than you did with Lamar. 
I feel like that's basically. I'm just going to that. I was going to talk about foot, football team versus the Cowboys, but that game's irrelevant now because the Giants are in the lead at the NFC East, so that game doesn't really matter. Um, but still, who do you guys think will win the NFC East? Giants. Our football team. team. I think the I think Washington will win too. Because Michael. I mean, I don't know. I've looked at the schedules for every single team. Dallas has the easiest schedule by far, but they're probably the worst. They're horrible. They're the worst. And then every it looks like everybody's schedules are the same basically the rest of this season. So I could definitely see a four way tie at five wins. That was a lame. Is that pick. possible? I'm, no, I'm just saying. Just look at the schedules. You're basically make a pick. All the same. Um, yeah, you have to make a pick. Well, let's see. The Cowboys Just have the easiest. It's not that hard. Just pick a team. The let's Cowboys go. have the easiest schedule. Sure, shut up. Best defense. The Giants are in the lead right now, and the Eagles have a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, There's four teams. You pick one. I'm just gonna go with the team that's in the lead right now, the Giants. Okay. The Giants have the, the Giant. The Giants have the tiebreaker over over the Washington football team. That's literally the only reason why. So, I mean, I guess that's fair. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, yeah. He made Maybe it. If Ron Rivera didn't go for two in New York, you could, we'd be talking about a different story. It doesn't matter. Horrible decision. Horrible play. Too. Um, Wait, if the Eagles, well, if the Eagles had inside that game, but they won the game against have the you, Eagles, wouldn't they be? The Eagles are trash. Huh? The trash. Not trash. Have you looked at the Eagles? The Eagles schedule. I don't see how they get in. They're playing the Packers, then they play the Saints, then they play the Cardinals. Have two easy games. Yes, Cowboys, Washington football team. The Eagles could have you had a chance to beat the Seahawks, though. That's the thing. No, they didn't. What are you talking? They did. Where? Yeah, when? Defense. Did you see how well the defense played? With the offense. When was their chance? Like, Wait, what are you talking quarter. about? This he means, he means Monday night. There was way more points left up on the board that could have been scored for the Seahawks. I remember the first drive, they drove right down to the one-yard line. But the defense got a stop. I feel I feel like that could that signals a change in the Eagles' fortunes. That. Yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that Carson Wentz is playing the worst he's ever played, and the management is still absolutely, like, horrible. Like they're not, the offense, like the offense scored is nine never going to do anything. The offense scored nine points until that fluky Hail Mary. I don't know. And that two-point conversion that messed up a lot of bets. Yep, backdoor cover. That was just great. Um, oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. It's a cold okay, Caleb, I don't know what you're talking about. That game wasn't close. <laughs> um, Card- Cardinals, Patriots. Um, the Patriots might sneak into the playoffs now. What do you guys think? No. I mean, they're Bill playing Belichick. good football now. No, they're not. Cam Jordan was like like t- nine for 18 with 83 yards and two interceptions. That's horrible. Cam Jordan? Yeah. No, sorry. Cam <laughs> sorry. I mean, Cam, Cam Newton. You know what I meant. But yeah, he played horrible. Like, obviously, he like acknowledged it and stuff, but like he's been doing that. They like, beat the Cardinals. not going to change so. anything. Cardinals yeah, are like, a good team. Defense. Yeah, they yeah, that was the defense. Gilmore locked up DeAndre Hopkins like, like he only what did he only have like three receptions, right? Like he locked him up really well. 
And they need to like keep doing that. Like okay. it was the defense, I think. Aiden, what are the standings right now? What's the playoff picture looking like? All right. I got it right this time. Like I know the Ravens are doing really bad right now. Like shut up. Don't worry. I'm not worried. You should right. be. I'm not. You should so, be. I think you should I be am. too. So one seed in the AFC is the Steelers. Your football team has a better chance of getting into. Excuse me. I don't need to hear that right now. All right, can I talk? All right, thank you. Let's go. No. So the one seed is the Steelers at eleven and zero. The two seed is the Chiefs at ten and one. The three seed is the Titans at eight and three. The four seed is the Bills at eight and three. The five seed is the Browns. At the Browns three. are the five seed. Yeah. Ahead of the Ravens. Shut up! Oh, I'm not worried. <laughs> the Ravens aren't—they're in the hunt, right? They're not even in a wild card right now. They're in. No, they're they're the, yeah. They're the team looking in on the team looking in. They're right. the nine seed. <laughs> that was they're good. That was good. They are. They are. They're the nine That's seed. Crazy the dude! Seed. Imagine the Browns are ahead of the. Right, go, ahead, go ahead, Aiden. Go ahead. Quarterbacks Taysom Hill. All right. The six seed <laughs> is the Dolphins at seven and four. The seventh seed is the Colts at seven and four. The eighth seed is the Raiders, and the ninth seed is the Ravens. Oh, who's behind the Ravens? Patriots. Oh. They're right behind. They're at the ten seed. The Patriots. Yeah, they're five and six. No, if I did not know that. And if there's a tie between the Ravens and the Patriots, they get the Patriots had a tiebreaker. Who has the tie? Oh, the Patriots. How did they beat us? Breaker, what happened? <laughs> they they won. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Wow. What, what's the NFC looking like? All right. So the one seed is Andrews Saints at nine two. The two seed is the Packers at eight and three. Can I just say something? What do you want to say? The Saints are that they didn't lose that Monday night game against the Chargers. Looking back on it, if they lost that game, I'm just saying. I'm gonna have just to saying. Right. Just saying. So the three seed is the Seahawks at eight and three, and the four seed is the Giants at four and seven. The five seed is the Rams at seven and four. The sixth seed is the Bucks at seven and five. Seventh seed is the Cardinals at six and five. And the Vikings, Bears, and 49ers are all five and six. That's Football it. team's in the hunt too. Just yeah. just so you know. The whole NFC East is. They are. Yeah, no, I mean include them. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um who watched the fight Saturday? The fights. I watched a little bit. I watched. They, they were like yeah. pretty not interesting. I know Brian watched the fights. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting to say about them. Yeah. Why don't you say it on the pod, Brian? <laughs> I'd last say longer it. in the. I'd last longer in the ring than Nate Robinson. Against who? Against Jake Logan Paul. Paul. It was, it was Logan. It was Jake. No, it wasn't. It was Jake. Oh, it was Jake? Yeah, it was I Jake. thought it was Logan. Uh, no, it was Jake. Jake. Okay. Well, that's pretty embarrassing for Nate Robinson. Wait, it was Jake? You're lying. Yeah, it's embarrassing it was either way. It was J- I don't believe. Really? <laughs> I yeah. thought it was Logan. 
What? <laughs> Damn. So okay. that was pretty embarrassing for NBA fans and the NBA community because the NBA fans. That's pretty embarrassing for anybody who exists, pretty much. That was, you just let us all down. Um, the Mike Tyson fight was pretty boring, to be honest. It did look like a bunch of old men. There's a lot of hugging going on. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. Kind of. Uh, Every time Mike Tyson like got going, the Roy Jones just like grabbed him, and then exactly. they just kind of held on to each other for a while. <laughs> a nice also, I can't hug. believe that it ended in a draw, especially yeah. after you have Roy Jones Jr. like holding up his ribs, and he's like breathing heavily. I mean, just yeah, man, looks like he it's no rare like he can fight again. I don't know. Seems a little crazy to me. Draw Snoop Dogg though. Talk about Snoop Dogg. Pretty good yeah. commentary. Those hands. Snoop Dogg made it much more interesting. They should have Snoop Dogg as a commenter for every sport. I would yeah. love to hear him and Mike Breen during the NBA Finals. I cannot lie. His color commentary is pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Um, Let's get to the clown of the week, guys. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. My clown of the week is the San Diego Clippers. You mean Los Angeles? Are you dumb? I'm, ca- I'm calling them the San Diego Clippers. Let them get to it. <laughs> so, first of no all... No AP essays, okay? <laughs> See, so that... Just grab his whole thing, like, now. You know, let's not even worry about this. Okay, just... Okay, sorry. You all right. <laughs> okay. Start of the week, you had Paul George. What did he say? That Doc Rivers was playing him like Ray Allen. I feel like that's kind of disrespectful to Ray Allen, considering you know he actually hit shots in the playoffs and the finals too, which Paul George wow. just doesn't. Then you <laughs> got have, him. <laughs> got him. I mean, I, I, some one some players hit the backboard and some players hit the net and make it in. The, Okay, Aiden, who's your clown of the week? <laughs> my, my clown is the Ravens strength and conditioning coach, Steve Stan- Saunders. Sanders. This is the moron responsible for the Ravens outbreak because he decided not to wear his mask and his tracker, which led to over 20 people getting infected and put the whole season in jeopardy. And it also ruined many people's Thanksgivings, including Michael, who's not very yeah. happy. My and, Thanksgiving was ruined. Worst Thanksgiving ever because of that. Can't believe him. Can't so believe I think he should have been fired a long time ago. Did he get fired or is he still your guy? No, he did not get fired. Oh, that's cool. That's great. Wow. Right, Brian, I'm going to give you another chance to finish your thing. <laughs> okay, beyond that, Marcus Morris said that their team was better than the Nuggets, which they lost to. That's sad. But I feel like the most... The clowniest thing you'll see this week from them is that Kawhi and PG got preferential treatment. They had like a private jet, they had private bodyguards. They were allowed to live in San Diego, which is why I called them the San Diego Clippers. Okay, so my clown of the week is Texas high school football star Emmanuel Duran. Um, Just a disclaimer, I think that's how you say it, right? Duran? Yeah, sure. Put the video on the YouTube. Yeah, can you put? No. Can you like edit it in? Yeah. That'd be pretty difficult. Michael. Is it showing right now, Michael? Is it, that's no. above your skill level? It might it's be. Okay. Pay grade. It's pretty hard. 
So basically what happened was last night he was uh, ejected from the game. He had a roughing the passer penalty, and then he had um, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, and he got tossed out. And when he found out he was tossed out, he ran back onto the field and basically tackled the ref. And there was a the ref. He like bull rushed the ref. It like ran just, into him full speed. Oh yeah, it, was it, wasn't a, it wasn't a tackle. It was just like it was more like a yeah, um, a, totally cool. It was <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. Um, the ref, they said he was fine on Twitter. His daughter did. I'm I'm not sure how true that is. He has a concussion, but I think that's. A concussion, and they said some type of shoulder injury, but they didn't say it was severe. So I think he's fine. The point- he's gonna get be rich though. This dude yeah, was gonna get a lot of baller. Um, he was um, the defensive player of the year in his district since last year. And this year, I read that he had 102 tackles and eight sacks through four games. Um, yeah, that seems like impossible, but that seems like a yeah. lot. I guess he's really good. And basically what happened today, the fallout is he's in jail right now. And even though the team isn't responsible for what he – well, technically they are, but, I mean, they were trying to – they were chasing after him. So even though the team won their play, play-in play game for the playoffs, they're eliminated from the playoffs now because of him. So um, good job, Amir. Yeah, I have a question, Michael. Yeah. What – if you watch the video, there's like – another guy from that like a like a coach or something like running off to the right side for some reason what is what is he doing i don't know I think the coach like saw him running at the ref and he was like trying to stop him no but he was running in like the opposite direction there's a the cameraman oh. for this thing was so bad it was really choppy i'm just no but like he was like running at the other teams like like players on the field like it was really weird like i don't know what he was trying to do like it, it looked really stupid i think maybe they were trying to go get the Number eighty-eight, who tackled the ref? I'm, I don't know. At the point of the, he he hit a referee, and you're not supposed to do that. Okay, really bad. Anybody else have a clown of the week? No. Okay, and I have an addition. I have a dad of the week. Um, Levar Ball. I don't know if you guys saw this, but all three sons are in the NBA now. The prophecy has. Yeah, who did um? Leangelo, Leangelo got signed by the Pistons. Right, Pistons. The Pistons. Nice. Now they're all on though. Now they're all on horrible teams. Nice. Congratulations. The Pelicans are not horrible. They have good talent, but they suck. So who's their coach against Dan Van Gundy? Aspects make some good plays with them. Gundy. Gundy. <laughs> That's how you say his name, right? Gundy. <laughs> well, anyways. Should have um, been Doc Rivers. Let's get to the most anticipated part of the podcast this week and the part that probably most people will only listen to. Um, let's get to our debate. Um, one of the moderators, tell us what the question is. I got this. Okay. So, Jack, Michael. That was not the question. <laughs> I'm going to ask the question. Caleb, I'm getting nervous. Just ask it. God, you always- DK Metcalf or Terry McLaurin? Who would you take? Jack, you can go first. Oh, that's very kind. Wait, of you, wait, Michael. hold on. Ladies, you want first. to explain how we're doing this first? Okay, so we're going to have three moderators um, at the end. Judges. Whatever. At the end, all three judges, moderators will vote on the winner. Whoever gets two will win, and there is no draws. So don't be petty. Is that kind of me? God. 
A little bit. Okay. okay. You can go first. Go ahead. Wait, me? Okay. Yeah, you I'll do. go first. Okay, yeah. All right. So. Um, right, let's go. Terry McLaurin is better than DK Metcalf because they put up very similar numbers in very, very different circumstances. Um, Terry had more catches, but a few less yards and a lot less touchdowns. But the situations have been very different. Washington has gone through three quarterbacks who are averaging like six and a half yards per throw compared to Seattle averaging like eight and a half yards per throw. So that's pretty different. And the average QBR in Washington is 85, where Russell Wilson's is an average of 110. Washington's only thrown 11 pass touchdowns, and Terry McLaurin has caught like a third of them. And Seattle's thrown 30, and DK has a third of them. So in their situations, their stats are very similar, except for a yard after the catch where Terry McLaurin has 450, and DK only has 300. And this is considering that Terry McLaurin is like constantly double covered because he's like the only relevant receiver on Washington. I know that they're both usually shadowed by the best corner on the other team. So that kind of cancels out too. And DK is, he's not really a deep ball specialist anymore, but that's still where most of his production comes from. And that's really convenient for him because he has the best deep ball quarterback in the league. So I feel like that really adds that adds a lot to it's really a lot of his um, value comes from his situation. And Terry McLaurin, on the other hand, is on the team that has has the most um, completed passes to running backs, which is more than 100. And that's even more than the Saints with uh, um, check down Drew Brees. So and despite all of these stats, situational stats. Terry McLaurin is producing like equally to DK Metcalf because of his superior route running ability and his ability to get yards after the catch. You done? Yeah, I'm done. All for right. Now. I hope you appreciate that. I didn't talk during your part. I hope you don't talk during mine. So um, let's do. start with this. DK Metcalf is better statistically. In two years, DK has more receiving yards. More touchdowns, more yards per catch. Correct? That's correct. I'm not going to talk during your Thank part, you guys. so I can't, <laughs> I can't say. Number two, DK is better than Terry physically. DK has a faster 40 time, a faster 10-yard split, a faster 20-yard split, a higher vertical leap, a higher broad jump. He's taller. He's heavier. Better body fat percentage. And his bench press is way better. At the combine... DK had 27 reps at 225 pounds compared to Terry's measly 18 reps. Yikes. And if we're going by run rep max, DK's run rep, one rep max is 427.5, while Terry's is only 360. So I think we've established that DK's better statistically and physically. Number three, I'd like to get rid of the DK can't catch and he's bad against good cornerbacks. Number one, against Gilmore, he had four catches. Hold on. Against That's really good. 
He had four catches for 92 yards and one touchdown. Against Xavier and Howard, he had four catches for 106 yards. Against Trey White, he had seven catches for 108 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, one touchdown. Against Darius Slade this past week, he had 10 catches for 177 yards. Okay. Here we go. Um, he can't catch the ball. So, obviously, DK has a drop problem, correct? I think we would all think that. Yeah. But the people... I'll, I'll take people, that point. Okay. But the person that people compare DK to the most is Calvin Johnson. Would you guys agree? Yes. Okay. Yeah. DK has a catch percentage of 61% in his whole career, while Calvin only, Calvin only had a 55% catch percentage his whole career. So, DK beats Calvin on that. Um, also, people say that he's not good against Jalen Ramsey and Patrick Peterson. Well, using Terry McLaurin logic, we're going to get rid of the games against Jalen Ramsey and Patrick Peterson this year because DK's quarterback clearly wasn't good that game. So we're going to swipe those games away using the Terry logic. But also, I'd like to point out in week 14 last year in his rookie year. Then would we have to get rid of all of the Terry McLaurin games or what? I thought we agreed. <laughs> I think Russell Wilson's worst know. games are the Redskins quarterback's best games. So in week 14 last year, um, DK's rookie year, he had six catches for 78 yards on Jalen Ramsey in um, week 11 this year against the Cardinals. He had three catches for 46 yards, one touchdown. Had a 30-yard catch that was taken away by a holding call. He drew a 40-yard P.I. Last but not least, let's get to the coveted QB argument that Terry Stans like to talk about. Many claim that DK staffs have been inf inflated because of quarterback play. That's false. For starters, Terry has more targets than DK in his whole career. And let's go by his throwers this year. So number one, Dwayne Haskins has a higher completion percentage than Lamar Jackson since week three. So take that how you want to take it as, but he has a higher completion percentage in his four games this year than the reigning MVP since week three. Um, Kyle Allen and Alex Smith both have a 69% completion percentage, which, That's funny. which is higher you, than you average. You find that funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball. He also has more yards per game than Mark Jackson. We're talking about Russell Why Wilson, talking, not Lamar Jackson. Okay. Well, because we're comparing the throwers. We're comparing the throwers. Now here's where Lamar Jackson good. is not one of the throwers. <laughs> now here's where it gets good. Everybody says, what if Terry had Russ? Okay, so if you took his targets and used Russell's completion percentage and also used his average yards per catch, that's Terry's, and used Russell's touchdown percentage, Terry would still have more receptions because he has 102 targets compared to DK's only 90. So he would have 72 receptions compared to DK's 58. But DK would still have more yards, 1,039 yards compared to 1,008 yards. And DK would still have more touchdowns, nine touchdowns compared to eight yards. So take that how you will, judges. But I Did you just say nine touchdowns compared to eight yards? What? <laughs> you mean you eight said touchdowns? nine touchdowns compared to eight yards. Nine I don't touchdowns. really know what that means. <laughs> Nine touchdowns compared to eight touchdowns. There you go. Attractive points. Okay. Everybody has slip-ups. I mean, Andrew said something okay. about Jordan earlier. <laughs> yeah, I did. Mathematically proved that even if you, Terry had run. 
I'd like to address the chase down plays. So why do you use this argument? Has it been said in the past? Nobody said that Andre Johnson was better than Calvin because of the quarterbacks. Nobody said that Odell was better than Chris Godwin or Mike Evans because their quarterbacks are better. So why are you using this argument? It's a crappy argument. I just disproved it with the stats. If you take Russell's completion percentage and his touchdown percentage, DK still beats him. And I rest my case, judges. Okay. okay. Jack, you got anything to say? Um, I'd also like to say that DK probably gets co- gets his coverage is typically easier than Terry's because in Seattle the the secondary has to defend Lockett too, but they can just like what are in you Washington. talking about? They send their best cornerbacks on DK, not Lockett, and they send the safety over for DK too. I don't. I agree, but in Washington, watch the all twenty two have... film. I thought we were not interrupting. What happened, what happened to that? <laughs> so in Washington, Terry McLaurin's the only relevant receiver. So like, he gets any any extra coverage goes his way, under all circumstances. But in in Seattle, they have to respect Lockett too. So DK's coverage might be a little bit easier. Sometimes. You keep saying that, but you keep forgetting that Terry has more targets than DK still. So what do you? That means he's just open more because he's no, better. No, it doesn't. It means he's getting <laughs> thrown to throw the ball more, more to him because he's open more. <laughs> you keep – okay. Is that it? Do, do you have anything to argue against that? No, anymore? I'd like to say that my judges, I just proved mathematically. If you, you Russ is his thrower, DK still beats him in those rece- – and the yards yeah. touchdowns, so. Because DK is a deep ball player. You just said he isn't as much of the deep ball player. Player as but he that's still where earlier. most of his no, production no, comes from. No, no, don't backtrack now. I, I literally said no, he's not no. as much as they said before, but he's no, still okay. pretty much okay. a deep ball player. Okay. Backpedaling pretty hard right now on your bike. Sorry, on my bike. I'll hop off the bike for a second. Judges, what do you think? Um, okay, I'll just go first. Um, you want me to just vote or you want me to like say a few words? Explain Whatever. your vote. Just my vote? Okay. Explanation um, with it. Okay, okay. Um I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with uh just remember I literally just showed you the math for it. I just showed you the math. Let him decide, let him decide. I wanna I don't have to uh, I wanna have to go with Terry because let me say why here. Um Terry's had multiple plays this year. Where he's broken like three tackles and 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 got a lot more yards. Have you not watched catch. any of DK's plays right. where the safety yeah, comes over and tries to hit him? No, and DK but that doesn't mean okay. I'm okay. talking about like I'm not talking about like a screen to DK where he like breaks the tackle and he gets a bunch of yards. I'm talking to like I'm talking no, I'm like, talking to like Michael, Terry... I'm talking about a Michael Thomas slant to DK where he breaks tackles. Yeah, there was one play where he like remember when he dropped it, but he like. Like just kind of stood there because oh, yeah, you never mind. Anyway, I think Terry is a better route runner and he's more elusive than DK. DK is kind of like a linebacker; he just runs through people whenever he gets the chance. And um, I don't think he'll last long with that kind of technique. So I'm gonna have to go with Terry here. Thank yeah. you. So based on the arguments made by both sides, I'd have to go with. Michael, because of his better representation of the mm. statistics, 
and what's the word um and also with that pretty pretty interesting stat about how under the same quarterback dk would still be still have the same would still have the better statistics so that's good this is based on the information available to me from youtube so make that what you will Aiden, right, Aiden, so, Aiden, so I'm a deciding Aiden, factor. Hey, Aiden, it's your turn to go ahead, okay? <laughs> I'm a deciding vote. Okay. Okay. Jack, you want to, wait, yeah. want to make one final argument in front of Aiden? We can both. Would you like to? You can go first. No, I went first last time. Okay. Well, I'd like to prove that as much as they say the quarterback play for Terry's been bad, um, the two quarterbacks he's played for the most this year, Kyle Allen and Alex Smith, both have 69% completion percentage, which is above average in the league. Um, again, I just mathematically proved to you that if Terry had Russ, he still wouldn't have the better stats than DK with more targets than DK too. So I don't know how you can look at that and still say Terry's a better player. But Can I say something? Think about it how you will. Go ahead, Andrew. His play style would be – you can't change that with stats. Like, you're, you're going off of his, like, stats now, right? Like, his, his just, like, set yards. That's what you put into the, the calculator with that. What because I think, his, I think Terry's play style would be much different if he had Russell Wilson as a quarterback rather than Alex Smith or Kyle Allen. You do? I think so. I think he'd run – he'd, run, he'd do a lot more – yeah, I think – Yeah, Exactly. Say? He'd be used as a Tyler Lockett role. Well, I'm not for catches too. No, just go ahead. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not trying to like. Just go ahead. Just Aiden. Just know that you know. Russell's completion percentage and his touchdown percentage with Terry, and you know, mm-hmm. not as good as DK. I'd like to add that the Washington completion percentage is so high because they run so many running back screens. They just throw the ball to the running back so frequently that that really helps their completion percentage. So I feel like that stat is not really that, like, it doesn't have that much weight for this. But, yeah, I'm good. Go ahead, Aiden. I'll have to disagree, but that doesn't matter here or there. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go with DK. Uh, just because of the stats against like those top cornerbacks, Michael, and um, what what do you want? What I said, Michael, you're muted. Oh, DK and, um, had I should have said this right. earlier, but DK had a hundred more yards against Darius Slay than Harry had this year. I just wanted this, whatever, should have said that in my argument. But go ahead, Aiden. Yeah, and also the like athleticism and play style, Terry's more of like. As Michael said, like a tie, uh, like a Tyler Lockett. If you were on the Seahawks, and like DK Metcalf is like a different breed, like Calvin Johnson. So you know, the stats are just better, in my opinion. Yeah, different breed. That's true. He's, he's physically That's better. True. So I mean, I'd like to see him on the Washington football team, though, because he would have he a pretty, lot less okay. production than Terry on the football team. Because his play style, it would it would not be able to adapt to the short Alex Smith throws on Washington. True. Well, you lost. Point. I know. <laughs> Michael just 
so happy that he won. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Brian and Aiden. Andrew, you can go to hell. <laughs> oh man. So, um, what's next on our agenda? You wrote it. Oh, we've got the lines of the week. All right. So, um, viewers uh, request that we explain what lines are now. We uh, and what sports gambling is and explain the terms and stuff. So I like that's that. what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. First things first, I'm going to go, I'm going to explain the spread. So basically the spread is just, <clears throat> the spread is the plus 4.5 or the minus three you see at the side of football games. Basically what it refers to is taking a team to win by that many points. For example, if you see plus 4.5, <laughs> for example if you see plus 4.5 that means that that team is taking is being taken is expected to win by 4.5 points or more if you bet a, and if you see a minus three that means that team is expected to lose by three points or more basically the best way to under, the best way to bet for this is to bet again to bet for the to bet to cover the spread which would be to bet as as to what the what's the word the linesmen say. An example right, so, of this would go ahead. Can I make it okay? An example of this would be the Seahawks Eagles game. the The spread for this was minus seven against the Eagles, and because of their late hail mary to t- tie the game, that they just t- they. What do you t- what do you call the opposite of covering? Yeah, backdoor covered it. Basically, if you bet to cover, you'd lose. Michael will on it to say something earlier. No, I was just trying to say in better terms, Caleb was going pretty slow. So if the spread is Patriots minus three and a half, if you pick the Patriots minus three and a half, the Patriots have to win by four or more for you to win. If you did, um, they're going against the underdog, um, plus three and a half, the underdog would have to um, lose by three or win. So there you go. Prop, uh, next I have a prop bet. What's that? Anyway, a prop bet is, base, is basically just betting on a specific stat. For example, maybe James Conn betting on James Conner to have one or more touchdowns in a game, betting on Lamar Jackson to have over 200 passing yards in a game. It's just betting on a specific stat. Finally, I have the, finally, I have the over under. Basically, it's just, basically, this one is just betting on the, on the score, on how many points it scored between both teams. So it's not a matter of who wins or loses, but rather just how many points is scored. For example, if the if the over under is thirty three, that means the taking the over would be saying that both teams are going to score over thirty three points. Not that one team is going to score, not that both teams score over thirty three points, but when added together, both teams add up together to score over thirty three points, or to take the under under thirty three points. Pretty simple. There we go. All right, thank you. So more for my lines of the week, I have Ohio State versus Michigan State over 54 and a half. These two teams are combined 5-3-1 and one on the over this year. 
OSU averages 45 points per game and Michigan State averages about 20. So that's over. And then the New England game and the chart, the New England versus Chargers game is surprisingly a pick em the last time I checked. So I'm going to have to take New England in that one. Um, very surprised that's a pick em. But um, the Pats are the overall better team. And um, yeah, hope I'll check goat coach. I take New England. Solid. Yeah. Let's go to our fantasy plays of the week for this week. Oh, did we skip Andrew? Injuries? You might have skipped me a little bit. All right, Andrew, tell us about the injuries first before. Hey, we don't have, um, it's not very long today. Um, So, first off, uh, Phil Lindsay and Jeff, 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 did I really? Jerry Judy. Um, are both questionable <laughs> after the after their um their uh, loss to the Saints last week. Um, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is questionable um, against the Broncos, although I don't think that'll hurt uh, the Chiefs' offense much. Um, it's just something for fantasy to watch out for. Uh, Kenny Galladay has been ruled out uh, with a hip injury, and DeAndre Swift is questionable with um, an illness. It's not injury-related. Ryan's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been ruled out. Um, I think they're playing the Jets. The Raiders are playing the Jets, right? So um, I don't know how much that's going to affect their game either. Um, Daniel Jones is, was downgraded to doubtful with a hamstring injury he suffered um, last week. It was really weird. He was just running, and he must have pulled something. Um, same thing with Bud Dupree. He just jumped the line and somehow tore his ACL. Uh Julio Jones uh, was quite is questionable, but is um, on the, he looked good on the field and um, yeah, just I think he'll be good to go on Sunday. Um, and obviously, uh, I just, as I just said, Bud Dupree tore his ACL, and along with Devin Bush earlier in the season, so that's you know a huge blow to the Steelers linebacking core. And and yeah. All right, so now let's get to our fantasy plays of the week. All right. So your quarterback fantasy play of the week is Derek Carr. He's going to be trying to bounce back from his three fumble, one interception performance last week against the Falcons. That was a pretty bad game. And he's going to try to take care of the ball a lot better. And he'll have that opportunity while playing the Jets. And the Raiders offense is pretty good. So I expect them to score a lot of points. And they have no Josh Jacobs, like Andrew just said. So I think a lot of the offense will rest on Carr's shoulders. So I think he's going to have a solid game. Caleb? Hmm? We'll go back to Andrew, wide receiver. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway. Well, our receiver is um, Allen Robinson. Um, he's listed as questionable, but I think I think he'll play. Um, anyway, they're playing the Lions, so that means he'll be lining up against Jeff Okuda, who is just downright horrible. Um, literally, just he's worse than Jamal Adams at defending a pass. Um, so he, that and um, he, I mean, he hasn't had a breakout game this season yet, and I, he has to have one soon if he wants to, you know, attract attention from teams and during this offseason because he enters the uh, the uh, free agency 
at the end of the season. And um, I just think the Lions have a really weak secondary. And um, I think with Mitchell Trubisky starting, that they'll just get back what they had last year, and uh, and it'll he'll have a big game. Yeah. Brian. So for running back for running back of the week, I DeAndre. am not taking DeAndre Swift. Rather, I'm yeah, taking a safer bet today with Dalvin Cook. The Vikings are playing the Jaguars. That's and boring. You're boring. The the Vikings are playing the Jaguars, and the Jaguars suck. Really? Yeah. Yep, and we'll end it right there. <laughs> Aiden with the tight ends. All right. My tight end of the week is Darren Waller again. Last week, he had a terrible performance. But I think this week, he bounces back against an awful Jets team that allows 14.6 points to tight ends every week. But I got to play him in fantasy against Andrew. So, <laughs> yeah, you could do. Be bad. All right. Last but not least, we got the defense. Um, the Bears' defense is the one to start this week. The Lions' offense has been not good this year. They're 22nd in ranked scoring offense and 21st in offensive yardage. So, yeah. Cole Max questionable, though. Doesn't matter. You still think that they'll do well oh, without their best player? Yeah. On on both They're sides of the field. Probably gonna get um Keem Hicks back. So Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that Lions offense is just putrid. And their new head coach Daryl Bevel was the Seahawks offensive coordinator and he sucked. So yeah, I don't have faith in the Lions offense. Bears defense all the way, baby. All right, so let's get to um the preview for this week. Oh, before we start the preview, I like to talk about the new system we're doing. So now we're going to make picks for every single game. Picks will be worth one point, and then your lock will be worth two points. The current standings are Aiden with four, Andrew in the lead with nine, Brian with three, Jack with five, I'm with eight, and Will with a big fat goose egg. So um, let's get started. Is Aiden, right? Oh, yeah, it's Aiden. I did Aiden. that again. All right. Three weeks in a row. No, no, I didn't do it last week. I got it right last week. All right. So the nine and two Saints travel to Atlanta to take on the four and seven Falcons. The Saints are still led by Taysom Hill and are still at the top of the NFC. And the Falcons are still on the hunt, technically at four and seven. Technically? Technically. So, um, okay. My lock is the Saints. Oh, wait, we all pick. I forgot. My lock. I'm starting off with the lock. Um, I'm going to pick the Saints, too. I'm taking the, the Falcons. Whoa. Ooh. I, I'm feeling dangerous. What can I say? Baker Mayfield. You all right, we'll go. Dangerous. I've got the Falcons, too. Respect that. All right, I'm going to take the Falcons, too. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, next. Is there 0 1 already? I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, next, we have the 1 10 Jaguars traveling to Minnesota to play the 5 and 6 Vikings. Um, the Vikings looking to make a playoff run and uh, overtake the Packers in the NFC 
whatever they're in. Um, North, I knew that. And uh, the Jags are looking to – honestly, I don't know if they should just tank at this point because they're 1-10. and 10, They're not going to make the playoffs, and there's literally no reason for them to win a game at this point. Are so, they not already tanking? No, well, they are, but I'm just thinking there's just no reason for them to, you know, waste, you know, just not let anybody get injured. You know, like I think they should just tank and and uh, and go for picks. Um, but if they're gonna try, maybe they'll get their second win. I don't know. The Vikings are kind of bad. Um, All right, Andrew, who's yeah. your pick for this game? Um, my pick's the Vikings, even though I just, yeah, <laughs> my pick's the um, Vikings. Caleb's got some interesting leaks he wants to talk about <laughs> later in the show. We'll we'll get we'll get to that. Um, my pick is the Vikings. Jack. <laughs> I got the Vikings too. <laughs> no explanation needed. Brian? Uh, I got the Vikings. Aiden? I got the Vikings. All right. Okay, so Titans at the um, Browns at Titans. Who has that game? Uh, Brian. Okay, right. let me open up my page. This is, okay, I'll do Come this. On, no, wait, I, I literally have it right now. This is wait. okay to the viewers still listening, which is nobody. This has been a really <laughs> episode, and we know. Okay, um, it's been a rough week for me. I'm sorry. I just, just do the preview. Shut up, Aiden. <laughs> if so our next the... post on Instagram gets a hundred likes, we're kicking Brian off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, let's see how that works. No, if the if the next I want to make more accounts so I can like the. If the next post, okay. If the next post gets forty, if the next post gets forty-five likes, we'll choose one of those likes to go on the pod next week. Yeah, I I like that better than me getting kicked off. Yeah, nobody's gonna be listening, so nobody. We get to two (laughs) hundred. We're kicking Caleb off. So you have the Browns at eight, the Browns, which are eight and three, at the Titans, which are also eight and three. This is a really important game for fantasy with both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt playing out, playing out of their minds. And again, especially considering they're going against the weak Titans defense. And then you have T- Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and AJ Brown on the Titans. This also looks to be a very important game in the AFC standings, considering that the Browns are in the fifth seed, if I'm not mistaken. The Titans are holding on to the AFC South lead. So I'm going to, I'm feeling dangerous. So I'm taking the Browns to actually win the game. You know, I woke up dangerous. That's pretty, that's pretty, wow. Pretty dangerous, Caleb. That's pretty right. yeah. dangerous. Wow. I'm going to pick the dangerous. Titans. Um, my lock is actually the Titans. So. Also, this is a, this is an under game to watch. It's going to be the under two run heavy teams. I got the Browns. I, got the I think I think they need to prove themselves. So I got the Browns. All right, next. All right, so the four and seven Detroit Lions head down to the Windy City to play the five and six Bears. So the Lions are looking to bounce back after an embarrassing Thanksgiving loss to the Texans. And the Bears are also looking to bounce back from a loss to the division rival Packers. And both teams gave up 41 points last week. So 
whoever can get their defense together this week, that'll be a big key to see who wins the game. And I think the Bears have a better defense, so I got the Bears winning this one. Bears. I have Bears, too. I got Bears. I had to take the Chicago Bears. All right. The Burrowless Bengals travel down to Hard Rock Stadium to face the head of the Ravens in the playoff picture Dolphins. Uh, my pick is you didn't need to. You didn't need to. You didn't need that. Identify them at the. Everyone uh, I knows got, them at the Dolphins. I got the Dolphins. Um, <laughs> I have the Dolphins too. I got the Dolphins. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals. Oh my! You're so dumb. Why? Yeah, why? He's trying to do anything. If they had Burrow, it'd be a different story. They can't generate any offense, and they have literally no defense. So I don't know how you can pick that. But okay, not you guys made fun of Caleb for picking them. The Bengals are about to win. (laughs) I don't care. It was worth it, honestly. So everyone's picking the Dolphins except. You guys didn't let Aiden go. Okay, I said the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's what I thought. All right, so the 4-7 and seven Washington football team travels to Pittsburgh to take on the Ravens. What? All right, Ryan. All right, Washington is coming off a win on Thanksgiving against Dallas, and Pittsburgh is coming off a win against the practice squad of the Ravens on a what, Wednesday wait, afternoon. What are you talking about? To, to Steelers. When is this game We're, taking place? Monday night. On Monday. Yeah. It was who's we're on Colts here? Texans. Oh, wait, it's on a schedule. Say this one. No, it yeah, doesn't. It does. It no, does. no, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it does. Does. I'm not right here. It does. Aid needs to go, and then I'll go. I'll do. I'm doing Colts Texans. Yeah, it does. Okay. just let him finish. He already started. Thank you. I was looking at the schedule. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I got the Steelers. I have the Steelers too. Steelers. Washington football team. <laughs> Washington football oh, you're teams. You're so dumb. Eden, I really Michael, don't think you should be calling me dumb. I said I got the Steelers. Oh, okay. I think Kevin right, uh, gets locked down. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, we have the seven and four Colts at the uh, four and six Texans. Four and seven Texans. I'm sorry. Uh, the Colts are in a close battle with the Titans for the AFC South title. Um, while the Texans also in the division, hot off of a big Thanksgiving game win. Um, I don't know. I think the Colts are going to shut down the Texans, although Deshaun Watson's having a career year. Um, I think – I don't know. I think the Colts uh, – I'm going to take the Colts on this one. Colts. I agree. Colts. Yeah, the Colts are my lock. So. All right. I got the Colts. I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking the Colts. All right, next up, we got the Raiders at the Jets. So, the Raiders are 6-5. They're going to New York to face the 0-11 Jets. I have a better record than the Jets. Um, I expect the Raiders to win. The, Ra- the Raiders to win this easily. Not much to look forward to. Don't watch this game. You have better ways to make use of your time. You yeah, I'm going to be looking at Brian's leaks. <laughs> Why would you listening. Say that? Um, listening. Why, why would you say that? Why you have because that? he's texted in the chat. He's got leaks. Can you just like cut it out or something? No, like, that's keep really it weird. Yeah, please. Raiders. 
Raiders. Oh, yeah, Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Anyone choosing the Jets is crazy. Next up is the Giants at the Seahawks. So the four and seven Giants traveled to the Northwest to play the eight and three Seahawks. And despite their very different records, both teams are looking to hold on to their lead leads in the division and playoff spots. But um, yeah, I got the Seahawks. I don't know. Kind of obvious. Yeah, I have the Seahawks too. Especially without Daniel Jones. Wait, they don't have Daniel Jones? No, he's doubtful. Doubtful? If they have Daniel Jones, I'm taking the Giants. If they don't, I'm taking the Seahawks. No, you have to make a pick. You can't just – you can't wait. You can't do that. You have to pick a pick. I'm (laughs) taking the Seahawks. That's like saying if the Giants win, I'm taking the Giants. If the Seahawks win, I'm taking the Seahawks. That that's not like saying that. I'm saying that if the if Giants, you can't, you can't wait until the, the game, Gi- like game time decisions. So just just make a. He pick. picked the Seahawks. Okay, everybody. Okay, okay. everybody okay. picked the Seahawks. Yes. All right. Next up, we got the um, Patriots, the Chargers, the surging Patriots will travel to Los Angeles to face the Chargers and Justin Herbert. I got the Patriots. I think the Chargers are going to win this one. Patriots, mainly because Anthony Lynn cannot game manage for his life. Yeah, that was pretty strange, seeing Justin Herbert do a QB sneak and pass pro. It's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah that's pretty, that was pretty uh, weird. I mean, I'd be mad if I was Justin Herbert. I would be too. <laughs> yeah, I got the I Patriots. Got the wow. Jack? Patriots. All right. Aiden. Aiden. Okay. Did Aiden go? Next with Eagles at Packers. Okay. So the three, seven, and one Eagles travel to Green Bay to take on the eight and three Packers. Philly's defense played well against a good Seahawks offense, except for DK Metcalf. And the Packers have a good offense. Mm-hmm. And if the Eagles defense plays well, they could maybe keep it close if the offense decides to play. Who do you have, Aiden? Oh, I got the Packers. The, the Packers, Packers but the Eagles might win this. <laughs> no, I said keep it close. I said keep it close. Yeah. Caleb? Packers. Oh, I get enough. Packers. Okay, so everybody picked the Packers. Yeah, Packers. All right. Sunday night football somehow. Broncos at the Chiefs. Um. Yeah. So we have the four and seven Broncos traveling to Kansas City to play the ten and one Chiefs. Um, Chiefs just looking to continue their winning streak to secure their number one spot. Um, well, sorry, the Steelers would have to lose one, but um, yeah, they just they're just looking to continue their domination um, in the AFC, while uh, or their division rather, uh, while the Broncos. Look to retake the second spot over the Raiders um, after their dumpster fire of a game against the Saints last week. It was um, they were panicking pretty hard. They didn't have uh, obviously no quarterback because of 
Um, they didn't wear a mask. I, what were they even doing? I, I thought they were at like a party or something and they just weren't they're, wearing masks. They were in a quarterback meeting room watching film. They weren't at a party. That That's it? They were just at a meeting room and they that's just didn't defamation. wear a mask? That's defamation. Because one yeah, of them had it. Yeah, that was pretty uh, – they were pretty dumb for that. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think – I think they can get it together and maybe make this one close, but I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs, and that is my lock of the week, too. Chiefs. 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 All right. Next up, we got Monday Night Football Bills at the Niners. Well, it's actually gonna be played in Arizona. So the Monday night game will have the eight and three Buffalo Bills. Heading to Arizona to play the five and six 49ers. And the Bills have looked strong pretty much all season, but the 49ers just knocked off their division rival Rams. So they've proved that they're better than their record shows. And I think this game will be closer than their record shows. But that being said, I think the Bills are still going to win. Bills. Bills. Yeah. Uh, I got the Bills as my lock of the week. All right. I'm taking the Bills. Last but not least, we got the Tuesday night game. Yes, sir. You have the 3-8 Cowboys at the 6-5 Ravens. It may not seem like it, but this game has huge playoff implications for both teams. If the Cowboys will lose this, they're basically, well, they're very likely out of the NFC East race, but, I mean, it's the NFC East. Anything can happen. But more importantly, for the Ravens, which are third in the AFC North and in the ninth seed right now, this does not look good for them if they lose, especially to a team as weak as Dallas. So high hopes for both teams, but I'm taking the Ravens to win this game. Ravens. 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 I really want to pick the Cowboys just to spite you. One more game. Then I'll hit you when I get back to school. One more game. It's the game of the week. It's the Rams at the Cardinals. Both these NFC West teams are coming off a loss. One of them will bounce back. The other will be on a two-game losing streak. Would they? I don't know. Or they, the losing streak would continue if they've already lost multiple games. Um, I've got uh, whew, cards. I got the Rams. Cardinals. <laughs> okay, Aiden says the Rams. Jack says the Cardinals. Brian yeah. says the Cardinals. Yeah. All right. So that concludes our week 13 preview. And now let's talk about the movie we watched. Um, the fans requested that we watch Die Hard. Andrew did not watch Die Hard. Yeah, I've never seen Die Hard. Everybody else did. Um, I'll start by saying shame on the fans for sending us a non-Christmas movie. Oh, wait, yeah, hold on. Close. I'm going to leave. I don't want to hear this because I actually want to watch it. So, like, I will let you guys talk about just it. Just leave the audio. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to – I'm just going to, like – Just, like, watch our faces, you know? Huh? Ayo, oh, guys, my computer has run out of application memory. Cool. You're fine. Talk about Die Hard. okay so while we're waiting um a fun fact about die hard is that frank sinatra 
was asked to be casted as protagonist, but he turned it down and Bruce Willis was casted. All right, Jack, what's your thoughts? Um, I feel like it's a pretty good movie. Um, I guess I guess it has Christmas implications. It's kind yeah, but of, it's not a Christmas movie. It's set in Christmas. It's not a typical Christmas movie, but I feel like it could be argued that it's a Christmas movie. It's not. It's just it takes set place a, on Christmas. But it's not because it, I don't know. It just sets place in Christmas. It has no Christmas motifs and themes in it. But it wouldn't have happened if it didn't take place at Christmas, because the only reason the guy came there was for Christmas. So. But it could be any party. Yeah, but he wouldn't have flown in for any party. It was a Christmas oh, party. That's true. That's true. Come on, Aiden. Sorry. Aiden, what did you think about the movie? Uh, I think it was a very good movie, but I don't think it was a Christmas movie. There was, there, I don't think there were many like implications that it was a Christmas movie, except for the party, and yeah. then like a couple songs and a tree. Something like. Oh, it was an action. It was an action movie too. It's like there's not many Christmas action movies. I mean, I the main the subject action. wasn't Christmas. I like the fighting. The fighting was good, but it the wasn't a movie. Okay, I'll be honest. I don't really like action movies other than like the Marvel superheroes. Are you scared? No, oh. my scared. Michael likes his Iron Man. He likes no uh, princess movies. I just don't really like action. Princess and the Frog. You like what? Actually, I like I. What? Nothing. Don't worry about it. All right. Leaks. I I like comedy movies. I like horror movies. I do not like those. Um, <laughs> I mean, you should. It just didn't really. I don't know. I didn't really like it. The um, stairs cool, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just didn't really like it. Well, that's too bad. That's that's sad. I probably would have liked it if Arnold Schwarzenegger was casted as protagonist. I don't know. I just like really. I really like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you guys ever seen um, Kindergarten Cop? Uh, no. Garden Cop, maybe I think it's an action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's also um, it's also a comedy movie in a way. I really like that one. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I really like that movie. Let's try to stay on topic, then, Michael. Come on. <laughs> I know, but um, yeah, I just didn't think it was a Christmas movie because it was just placed at Christmas. There's no Christmas motifs or themes in it. Like we could have so many other movies be Christmas movies if. Because they were set at Christmas time, like I'm forgetting which one of the Harry Potter movies, but uh, is it one of them or a couple of them are set in Christmas? All of the movies take place over one semester, Michael, or a whole school year, so that's That's not not true. true. Whatever, anyways, yes, I don't know. I I really like the Harry Potter movie, I love the Harry Potter movies, the Harry Potter. I like the books and I like the movies. Love Harry Potter. Uh, I'm not sure. Harry Potter wasn't really my thing. I'm more of an anime. Yeah, I don't like it either. I'm not really much of a movie. The books were too long for Aiden to read. Yeah, I've read one book. He he didn't have the mental capacity for it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Wait, did I just call myself dumb? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Andrew, what, what action movies do you like? What? What action movies do you like? What do you mean? What action movies do you like? Okay. I don't know. I like like every like Marvel movie and like I don't know. Pretty much like that. Uh, I like other stuff too, but like I like Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know. Shame on the viewers for sending in Die Hard. It wasn't a Christmas movie. Yeah, shame on you. Or Christmas movies. Shame on I you. thought it was a Christmas movie. Shame. Anyways. I feel, I feel like people were more likely to send that because of the controversy over whether or not it was a Christmas movie when you asked for a Christmas movie. You get my point, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it's um, interesting to talk about. Anyways. Um... That's our Die Hard movie review, I guess. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Do we have anything else? Brian, what's going on with your leap? Okay, guys. I have four unreleased Kanye albums. Which... Oh, my God. Four so, albums? Send yeah, me those, four. please. So four whole to albums, hit... not just <laughs> Yeah, four whole albums. So if you want them, just hit me up and I'll send them to you. It's not a problem at all. How long did it take to record these albums? Oh no, I'm not. I didn't record them. They're literally Kanye albums. Uh, Wait, you know how music works? He downloaded them. He didn't record Kanye singing, Michael. (laughs) No, I'll say he made like a cover. No, no, no. Like he covered four. (laughs) No, these are like he covered four Kanye albums. That would be Caleb. Please do that, dude. That would get us like thousands of listeners. Yeah. If if the post gets twenty likes, Caleb will cover Kanye. The post gets one like, Caleb has to do it. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'll do a feature if you need me to. For every fifteen likes, Caleb has to cover a Kanye song. Do we get that? (laughs) Okay, I'm fine. What song do you? What song would you guys want me to do? Request in the comments. Yeah, request in the comment. What song do you want me to do first? I want to hear him sing "Gold Digger." (laughs) Um, I want to hear him do "Heartless" with the um auto tune too. Yeah. With the auto tune. Yeah. Do "Ghost Town." Funny. Anything you want to do, Caleb. Okay, it's your choice. Every 15 likes, Caleb has to do a cover. Um, so we're done. Pod is now on you. He left. <laughs> oh, he, he actually left. Um, oh well, his loss. So, um, be able to you know, make sure to like the post so we hear those Caleb covers. Um, make sure you like our um. Like and um, subscribe to YouTube. And um, thanks, everybody. And God.